Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to tell you about one of our incredible sponsors. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Between the holidays and the crazy schedule and carrying all the emotions that come along with that, this time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some kind of way, some sadness or anxiety about it. But therapy truly can help. Having a place to process all of that can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule. You don't have to worry about running one more errand because your session can be done from right where you are. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. We'd love a quiz. And you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. And switching therapists for any reason is no additional charge. Find a bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash that sounds fun. Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes Candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Today on the show, I get to talk with my friend, Natalie Grant. Y'all love her so much, and so do I. She's no stranger around here, and her brand new album, Seasons, is out, y'all, and Have you listened to it yet? It is like this beautiful journey of covers featuring some of Natalie's favorite songs from every season. Like not her own songs, these classics that like make you feel my love and I need you and bridge over troubled water. It's one of those albums where you think you found your favorite song and then you flip to the next one and you're like, no, I think that's my favorite song. Plus throw in there some incredible collabs like Mary Mary and Cece Winans and Dolly Parton. Y'all are going to die over the Dolly Parton story. It's so good. This is just the best album. I cannot love this conversation more and i know y'all will too we're about to go deep with our sweet friend natalie grant natalie welcome back to that sounds fun thank you for having me i mean so honored your poor voice will you just tell us (laughs) why are what is happening why are you singing are you just singing some are you on the road right now Yes. Well, I'm home at this moment, but I leave out tonight at midnight bus call. You get that. You know what that's all about. Yeah, we've been touring a lot. You know, it's so funny. I said kind of like at the start of this year, like, hey, guys, this is I'm I'm going to slow down this year, which why do we say those things out loud? Because when we do, for some reason, it puts something in the atmosphere that makes sure we do the opposite. Yeah. And I've I've really traveled and toured more this year than I probably have in the previous 
five to eight years. Like wow, like it's it's weird. It's like I I've worked way too much. <laughs> I mean, but people I'm are showing grateful, up, but... <laughs> right? That's the amazing thing is that people are, are buying tickets. They are, and I'm I honestly like we every night. Bernie and I are like we're just so grateful that people say yes and that in the world we're living in that people choose to spend their hard-earned dollars yeah. on live music is yeah. a gift but yes the singing oh. is <laughs> let's talk about the difference in bus call between you and me i'm going to describe my bus call and then i want you to tell me about you and birdie's okay. bus call okay <laughs> my bus calls at midnight which means okay the bus is rolling at midnight so i okay. drive to target and yes. park my car to target at about yes. 11 o'clock how do you yes. get picked up for the bus call, Natalie Grant? Tell the people. It comes to my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's different. It's different. <laughs> but, Anthony, can I just tell you something, Annie Downs? You have earned the right for the bus 100% to pull up in you front have. of your house. I just you want have. to know. You oh, have. No, no you this have. girl has it. You, you have. have. No, 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 girl. No, I'm in 100% that you have earned the right. When you no, sing at... You. Listen, you made the Georgia Bulldogs win the national championship, if you'll recall. <laughs> and so I will pay for the bus to pick you up at your house for the rest of my days because you gave me the biggest high of my life. I've never done drugs, but you gave me the biggest high of my life when Georgia won the national championship in I mean, 2001. That was 22. Oh, was it? oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. It was January 22. It was 22. the 21 season. It was January 22. Yep. Pretty will, incredible game. That wasn't was. that so fun? It was actually an incredible game. But yeah. like, let me just tell you that I've been doing a couple of shows with my church, right? Yeah. So they've been going out on tour and the bus doesn't pick me up at my house. Oh, no. And... <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this isn't. Okay, Natalie, yes, get oh over gosh. yourself. Humble but when you're kind of like all about the Lord. To, uh, the Lord and he will lift <laughs> you up. <laughs> Oh, Lord. oh, I feel so much more seen by you that you know that song. Oh, listen. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, okay. Because I think that's important for people to know. They're going to hear you sing on a two, on a Friday night. You and Bernie are doing a <laughs> tour right now. And they're going to be like, Natalie yes. Grant's voice is unbelievable. And what they don't know is that on Wednesday and Thursday, you're doing like tons of medical things on your throat. Yes. You're doing yes. laundry. And then yes. you sleep on a moving machine to get to where they are. It is honestly, it, it's so funny, like, because before I, I asked, I wonder about this with you, like before you started touring and going on the road, was it more romanticized in your mind than it actually possibly is? I, I mean, I, so, you know, I only do like I do three weeks a year. And oh. so it's still like, I go to summer camp still, you know, like it's just my summer camp. <laughs> so and you're so like, this is it. amazing. I think the part that I didn't have any context for was the social and physical challenges of the three days yes. off. Right. Where you're like, oh my gosh, I've, I would like to see my friends, but I also have got right. to sleep because my voice is so tired that yes. I can't talk. And I have so, to sleep. I have to do laundry. I yes. have to do life, you know, and that yeah. rhythm of of the two different feet constantly being in 
this world and doing Mm -hmm. it. And then you kind of feel like you get in a rhythm and then it stops and you come back into a different moment. And then you've got to get back in that rhythm and you're just in that rhythm and it's time to pack your bag and go again. Yeah. And I say this like it's, I mean, I've been doing it for 25 years and I'm very grateful. (laughs) I've literally been packing a bag for 25 years. Yes. That's why they pick you up at your door. I've been touring for five, (laughs) five years. So you get picked up at your door as it should be. As it should be. I mean, Natalie, I think it's so amazing because it also is this like reminder to all of us that every job has amazing parts and challenging parts. There is not a job that is like, I get carried on a throne from point A to point B and then I only do what I like. No. Yeah. Yeah, No. 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 It requires hard work. It requires discipline. Yeah. And I think that that's too like, you know, um, I've never stopped learning or I've never stopped being a student, yeah. right? I, you never arrive, who, whoever you are, whatever we're doing, I'm still learning different ways to take care of my voice or mm-hmm. new vocal warm-ups. Like I went to Vanderbilt Vocal Center and they said, hey, now that you're 50, your voice is changing. And so like do these warm-ups because the yeah. warm-ups you did in your 40s are yeah. – so it's like you're constantly reevaluating how can I get better at what God's called me to do? Mm-hmm. How do I take care of the gift? And then – constantly being a student. And I think when people think they've arrived is where everything starts to go awry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, so I had breakfast with someone this morning and she said, what's the number one thing you're learning in New York? And I was like, that I'm always learning. I yeah. never <laughs> stop learning. Always I never, student. yeah, I never get to turn off and just autopilot yes. like I do at home. Yes. There is no autopiloting here. Right. No. And <laughs> and it's been really interesting because I feel that I, I say this a lot and I feel this way that like the Bible is bottomless. You can just keep right. reading and just, <laughs> but with life, I had gotten in my brain of like, but you can sort out life. The Bible yes. has no end, but you can sort out life. Yeah. And now I'm like, nah, dog. It's not like, no. <laughs> so to hear you say you're still yes. learning how to use your primary vocal yes. muscle, even though you've been doing this professionally yes. 25 years is unbelievable. Well, it's honestly because if you don't like, sometimes I look at younger people in their craft or especially musician, you know, a singer, and I just want to go you don't be short-sighted. Don't be so in this moment that you're looking at this moment you're in and thinking that everything about what you're doing is about right now. Because honestly, you want the longevity piece. You want to be able to go, okay, how do I actually do this for 20 years? And how do I sustain this? And I did not know, like when I first got started, I would drink a milkshake before I would sing. I would not warm up. I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) I didn't know you're not supposed to have dairy before you sing. Yeah. And, but I ended up rupturing a vocal cord and really, because I went, I was being flippant. I was being flippant with my gift. And I think that that's the part we can always be like, oh, this it's so easy to say, this is just, it's all the Lord. It's all the Lord. He's like, yeah, but it's a partnership. I gave you the mm. gift, but you have to steward it. Wow. And I've definitely been learning that over the last, well, since 2004 when my voice blew up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, stewarding the gift is such an yes. um, undertaught concept. 
Because yes. I didn't know I had to go to Vanderbilt Voice Clinic. I did the same. Right. I went to Jenny and Kim. Oh, and like sure. And, As a speaker, and, yes. Yeah, and I have a warm-up now that I don't sing a note, but I talk a note. And so yes. we have a warm-up in my, like, my intro on stage is this note. And my talking yes. on stage is this note. I just had no idea. And so many I, of our friends listen. I mean, pastors, here's what. Natalie, why do we keep seeing friends in pastoring jobs and in other jobs blow up their lives? Yes. It's because they're not stewarding their gift. You're Whether right. it's their voice or their soul, they're not stewarding their gift. They're not. It, and it's exactly. rupturing. And it's it's rupturing. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. Lord, help us, actually. Yes. it's Their lives are rupturing. How has that happened? I mean, for you and Bernie, this is not marriage counseling. You don't have to tell us things you want to tell us. <laughs> But I mean, y'all have had also a public marriage for 25-ish years, right? Yes. How have you handled the gift? How have you done it in a way that keeps things from rupturing? Well, it's funny because you talk about, you know, I can look at so many friends or ministries and usually we, we all say this, but then somehow when you're in the middle of it, it's so hard to not do it. But then you become married to your gift mm. or married mm. to your ministry or married to your calling or yep. married to your platform or married to your so before I steward a platform God's giving me I steward the marriage God's wow. giving me and that that idea that my marriage comes before my kids cuz mm. I, I think a lot of times too then people have kids and kids can become idols in your life. Like yeah. they can become where it's your everything, your whole energy and focus. And so Bernie and I have not done it perfectly, but we prioritize our marriage. We prioritize time together. We prioritize communication with one another. We prioritize preferring one another. And I think that that putting that into practice through the years has not made it perfect, but it's made it possible. Mm -hmm. And it's what's actually, I think, kept the other stuff that we're doing healthy and possible right. is because of stewarding the marriage, then stewarding the family, then stewarding the platform. There's like a an order to it. Yes. And when are you going to write that people book? <laughs> Girl, I'm just giving you the material. Nah, you write books. I love your book. So I need you to do it again. Do it again. Do um, it again. Yeah, that's it. I, you know, it's interesting because I remember about a decade ago, Natalie, someone forwarded me an article. I've been in this full time since uh, April yeah. of 2012. So yeah. 11 years, probably yes. nine to 10 years ago, someone forwarded me an article that was like, I am single because of my job. And I was like, that's not me. I'm all, I would have <laughs> picked marriage. I wouldn't, you know, like, and right. the longer I've done this, if there is a thing that I've had to reconcile with the Lord yes. around, well, if I put all my energy toward work, guess what? It works. And if I right. put all my energy toward dating, guess what? It doesn't work. So <laughs> how about I just keep right. doing what I'm good at? <laughs> And get really successful, but I've I have had to adjust what I steward because right. my job became my life. Yeah, well, and it's easy for that in anyone, married or single, but definitely more when you're single because then, well, and, and for example, if you're in a marriage that is you're not satisfied with it or yeah. you're unhappy, then you pour yourself into something that you think is going to bring you satisfaction. Yeah. And nothing in life that's good comes for free. 
except mm. for salvation. Mm. And even even that you don't work, but you work out your own salvation. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't you don't have to do works to be saved. It's but That's it's right. the only free thing. Everything right. else <laughs> You have yeah. to actually put the work in if you want something successful out of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably borderline cynical when people are like, hey, those tickets are free. And I'm like, <laughs> nothing's free. No. Uh, what are we going <laughs> to pay free. with? Yeah. What are we going to Are we paying with our attendance? Or do they right. want us to nothing, post something? What do they want from me? Yeah, what do they free. want? Nothing's That's not free. cynical. That's just real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. I know. <laughs> that sounds fun. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation to tell you about one of our amazing partners, Thrive Cosmetics. The sun may be setting so early these days, but there's still plenty of ways to brighten up your makeup look with Thrive Cosmetics. Maybe even try recreating the latest trends with their viral award-winning tubing mascara. You know the one, the one I'm always raving about, the one that I am buying today because mine is running out, those turquoise tubes that are all over your socials. Thrive Cosmetics is certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, plus their products are made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. And with thousands of five-star reviews, it is no wonder Thrive Cosmetics is trending everywhere. If you want to add a little glow to your holiday look, you can also try their highlighter stick, which is made to brighten and open your eyes, giving you like this instant eye lift. You just apply it to the inner corners of your eyes to look rested and effortless. Use as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow or use the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. It's a foolproof formula that makes it extremely easy to apply and blend any of the 16 shades. So cozy up your look with Thrive Cosmetics. Luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash TSF. That's T-H-R-I-V-E Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash TSF, like that sounds fun, for 20% off your first order. That link, remember, and pretty much every other link you could ever hope for are in the show notes below, but we also will send them to you Friday in the AFD Week in Review, so you can sign up for that email in the link below as well. And one more amazing partner to tell you about, Relief Band. Listen, when it comes to nausea, I finally have a product I can recommend. It's the Relief Band. If you're heading on a road trip for the holidays and you got to drive some curvy roads over the river and through the woods, we get it. Just make sure you pack your Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one anti-nausea wristband that quickly relieves and effectively prevents nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness and anxiety, migraines, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. Relief Band is natural, fast-acting, and will last as long as you need it. It's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and has zero side effects. You just wear your relief band on your wrist to give you relief from the nausea and you can adjust the intensity as you need it. Relief band has an A plus Better Business Bureau rating and over 100,000 satisfied customers. So they are a brand you can trust. And relief band makes a great gift for the nausea sufferer in your life. I mean, what a thing to put in stockings, you guys. So if you want to cure your nausea problem fast, check out relief band. Right now we've got an exclusive offer just for our That Sounds Fun friends. If you go to reliefband.com and use the promo code That Sounds Fun, you'll get 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code, that sounds fun, for 20% off plus free shipping. Okay, now back to our conversation with Natalie. So earlier this year, you went on a tour with a bunch of women and it was genuinely one of the most diverse tours 
I have ever yes. seen go out. Y'all are from different streams of the church, from yes. different record labels, right? From yes. different uh, racial backgrounds, different ages, yes. married, single. Yes. Talk to me about about your experience of that tour. I was just blown away at the, th- we see tour posters and I go, I can tell what they care about, what they don't care about. And y'all's <laughs> tour posters said to me, we care about everyone being welcome here. Yes. Thank you for saying that, actually, because that was so intentional. And we also wanted that, that strength, not yes. we are. And I said, listen, this can borderline. We don't want diva. This is not yeah. this is not we are divas. This is we are strong women of God who are soldiers on the front line. And we are actually in battle together. Mm. It's not like a this person, then a this person, then a this person, then a this person. It's a we're in we're we're comrades yeah. and we're we're fighting the bat- the good fight together. I've never been a part of a tour like that in my life. Um really? and it's really funny because on the front side, I was skeptical. I mean, I'm yeah. gonna be honest. I was like, this has the potential to be a complete disaster. Because it was like five <laughs> headliners, and you don't put five and, headliners on the same tour. And all women. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The it only has that. lack of diversity was gender. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you have the stereotype of, oh, this is going to turn. Not only was there none of that, but there was this instant um, under. We got on a Zoom right from the beginning, and yeah. we said, you know, what is it that we're hoping to accomplish? And I think that we were so in one accord Mm -hmm. from the beginning. And I think that when you realize that you can be from complete different backgrounds, different life experiences, especially the racial piece, right? Where there's supercharged issues here and there's supercharged opinions here and all of that. It is possible as followers of Christ to actually not just lay those things aside, but walk through those things together, even when you might not agree or see eye to eye on everything, but you have the commonality of Christ. It sounds like I'm oversimplifying complicated issues. That's actually because we're always busy complicating issues. Jesus is actually a simple solution. Like he's made it pretty plain and clear what to do. We just don't like to do it. (laughs) And and that tour, there was a power every night. Annie, I have never, every night was like a transformational, like we would stand on the stage. We would look out. It was not just women in the audience. It was fully men and women. And I would look out and see a 68-year-old white woman next to a 40-year-old black man. And that man might have just come from a Black Lives Matter march. Mm -hmm. And that white woman may have voted a very different way in the last election. And somehow we were looking out and they were worshiping with their whole hearts yeah. and fully engaged in a moment. And you were like, this is actually what the body of Christ is supposed to look like. Yeah, Like this yeah. is what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. So I was not just pleasantly surprised. I think I felt like it was one of the most worthwhile investments. Mm. It was took a toll. Yeah. 
Oh, good grief. It took a toll. There was so many dates and hard yeah. travel, yeah. but it was one of the more worthwhile investments of my, of my life. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it when one incredible. of those, when you've said, I'm not going to travel as much in 2023, and then that <laughs> one either pops up in your brain or pops yes. up on your calendar and you go, I, no. I don't know how we say no to, I had me and the you Lord can't. had this long conversation <laughs> last week. Now like, where the Lord was like, hey, you've said two really hard no's that I didn't say. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, you're right. Oh. And it was almost like the Lord was like, I'm not saying I'm not saying no. I'm just right. saying you said no before I did. <laughs> you know what? That's really good, though, because I'm usually thinking I didn't say no <laughs> when he told me to, yeah. because yeah. I think that no matter what field you're in, if you're especially in something like what we do or in, in full-time ministry or full-time, you know, whatever your pursuit is, there's this idea that if you say no, that the opportunity isn't going to present itself again. Oh, right. And if you, if you say no, then they're going to find somebody else to do it. And that means the next time they're going to go back to that somebody because yeah. that somebody showed up and did it. And now they're not going to come back to me. And there's this constant perpetual fear. Yeah. And that like, okay, did God grace me to do it or didn't he grace me to do it in this season is always like the question of my life. But then... When I'm oftentimes like, okay, am I am I just tired because I'm doing what God's called me to do, yeah. or am I soul exhausted? Because those are two different things. Because wow. when God's told us to run a race, I've never run anything in my life where I'm not tired. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like right. we're going to be tired. Like this right. idea that when we're doing what God's called us to do, that we're that we're just supposed to like be like. I've amazing. never worked a day in my life. That, yeah, like, that when you have your dream job, real. you never work a day in your life. I'm like, that's not real. Who that's said that? Real. They lied he to said, us. Like, he said, we are running a race. Running yeah. a race means, oh Lord, that's yes. going to take work that's and good. training, and you're going to be tired. But am I soul exhausted? Yes. Like, am I fried? And I can know, like, that's a different thing than being tired. I feel like we're in a moment where people don't want to be tired because they don't want to work. Say it. <laughs> but I'm like, say no, it. You're exactly you gotta work. right. <laughs> That's exactly it. That run the race is such a good reminder for me, Natalie, because when I go to run, it is so tiring. <laughs> I hate it so running. Tiring, but, I'm, but it is the right thing to do to stay as healthy yes. as you want to stay. It, for me, that's not true for everybody's body. Yeah, you don't have to right. run. <laughs> Running is not the only form of exercise before you tweet at right. us. But I, I, it is that like, oh yeah, <laughs> when I'm running the race marked out for me, my feet yes. are going to be sore and I'm going to be exhausted. Yes. And that's yes. okay. So how do gonna, you identify? Talk ache. to our friends. I mean, it's November. <laughs> People are tired this year yes. and we're going into holidays. How do you identify soul exhaustion versus tired running the race? You know, I think that's a really good question that I'm still trying to figure out in my own sure. life in this current season. But I think one of the ways that I know if I'm so exhausted is if I can no longer, okay, being tired and going, oh, I don't want to pack my bag again. I don't want to do this. I don't want to get on the bus. I don't want to have to get up tomorrow. I don't want to have to get on stage. I don't that's just being tired of being complaining. Yeah. And then I do it and I get on stage and God moves and then I get off it. And I'm like, I'm so glad I did that. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah. Soul exhaustion. How people feel about um, small group every time they're hosting it. 
an oh, hour that, before and you're like, why my life? host small we, group? We, we host this disabled group every, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Can I get a kidney stone? Am yeah. I sick? I think I am. I think I have a fever. I, I might have COVID. <laughs> but then as soon as it's over, you're like, I love doing I'm, this. And this that's is, this just is why tired while you're running. That's just tired while you're running. Okay. okay. For me, soul exhaustion is when I feel like I can no longer sense the voice of God in my life. Now, mm. I want, when I say that, I've never heard God speak out loud. I really haven't. Yeah. I, I, I've heard some pe- some people say they have, and I'm like, how special for you? But yeah. I've never. <laughs> I've never heard like a voice say like, you know, and I'm like, I don't know that that was actually, but I'm not here to debate that, Sure, you know, you do you and him, but, uh, I do recognize the still small voice of the Holy spirit in my gut. And when I feel like I can no longer hear that, I can no longer sense God, what are you what are you saying? Like, I feel completely at a loss as far as where are you leading me tonight? What am I supposed to be mm. doing? Or if I feel like sometimes when I'm really soul exhausted, I'm sorry if this makes me a terrible Christian, but I can't read the word. Yeah, I know. I can't. Yeah. I I try. And it's almost like it's agitating, which then lets me know my soul is exhausted yeah. and the very thing I need is the very thing I'm like, oh, so then I have to go, okay, you have to let the agitation happen. Yeah. You have to get through and you have to, you have to actually quiet yourself before the Lord yep. and, and learn how to say no to certain things that you, that you said yes to. Yeah. And then it's good for me to now go, yeah, but then you're saying no to certain things just because you're tired and you've become lazy because you weren't comfortable when God actually told you to say yes. Yeah. It's also this why, is we why have you got to be walking with Jesus because yeah. that discernment too is That's right. Like the discernment piece is really, really, really important. And yeah. that only, I think, for me comes from walking closely with the Lord and surrounding myself with people who will tell me the truth. Have to. And that know the Lord. (laughs) Yes, that's it. That's it. I want as much discernment as Jesus will give me. And also, I I trust the people around me who go, hey, you're saying no because you're tired. And between now and next July, you'll have a break. You're going to regret this. we're going to say yes to next July. (laughs) Exactly. Because you're making a decision right now out of tired. Or my team going... Hey, I, I think I've, I, I know I've told, I don't know if I've told you this story, but I know I've told, said this out loud before, but after my nephew died last year, I just kept working. Yeah. I thought, I don't, yes. what am I going to do? Lay at home and watch television? Right. That won't feel any better. Right. right. And I was showing up the best I could. It was not a good version of me showing up. And yeah. finally, my manager, Kelly, pulls me in her office and says, I don't think we're experiencing you the way you think that we are. Right. And so that's someone else saying your soul tiredness See, is right. exposing itself. You're like, it's exposing itself. And I think that's too yep. Yep. a really good way to look at, like when I know that I'm toxic, like, yes. do you know what I mean? Yes. I'm no longer just like tired and kind of irritable, but I'm actually at a toxic level where everything and everyone and all of it that I'm like, nah, that I, I need a... I need, uh-huh. I need to have a little check-in yes. with yes. the Lord. Yes. So I'm in a hotel bathroom getting ready a couple of weekends ago, and we had had like 
six weekends on the road and but it's all one-offs right That's so you're just flying yes. speaking flying home so it's Which not hard bus like, yeah it's a different kind of hard, hard than busing yes. yeah and i listened to seasons while i was getting ready in the oh. bathroom <laughs> and i have to tell you because it is songs so many of the songs are faith songs i grew up with i was yes. just crying <laughs> as I'm listening to this album, I think I might have texted you when it was happening, but like yeah. In Christ Alone, I was like, uh, uh, like it's not the regular In Christ Alone. It's the one of like Michael English, Michael English, where you're like, yeah. um, it changes keys. I mean, I was the losing whole thing. it. Natalie, I was losing it. How did you put together this album? How did you, or is it songs that were in your heart? Yeah, well, okay. So in 2020, right? When my husband and I started doing those song a days, keep the crazies away, and we were yep. putting them on Instagram and Facebook and whatever. Yep. I actually noticed that I wasn't going to my own songs and singing my own songs in that moment where everything was uncertain. Yep. Everybody was kind of like, you know, we're all like, what's happening in the world? Is the world ending? Like, are we ever going to get out of our houses? Like, you know what I mean? In that thick of just the, We've never been through anything like this ever collectively as a nation and as a world. And I found myself going back to those songs that were foundational songs for wow. me. A hymn or my tribute or like my tribute from Andre Crouch. Like I was, you know, sitting in front of my parents' vinyl player as like yeah. a four and five-year-old child. And I can remember the smell of dinner while my mom was cooking and singing yeah. to God be the yeah. glory at the top of her lungs. And there's there's this nostalgic thing to these songs that I picked that were all from different seasons. And I go in Christ alone, my first year of college. And I remember being so lost, being in a terrible dating relationship, not knowing what I do, wanted to do. And that song came out and I went, I don't know what I want to do or where I'm going, but I know who I want to do it yeah. for. I know yeah. who I want to build my life on. And yeah. it became this like foundational song for me or bridge over troubled water. Like yes. that was like, there's so many songs that I go, I turn like Dick Clark, right? He said, music is the soundtrack of our lives. But for me, Jesus music was the soundtrack yeah. of my life. Like yeah. before I ever did this for my job, I've been a fan of Christian gospel music yes. my whole life. Yeah. So that's really where the concept came from was, okay, these songs, Rust Half. Like I remember I'm the youngest of five kids. So all my older siblings were obsessed with Rust Half, right? And so I wanted to be like them. So I would listen to what they were. And I'm like, you can do rock and roll in Christian music. Like yeah. I, like in the 80s, you know, White Heart, Rust Half, like they were showing us, wait, you can do rock and roll. And still yeah. do Christian music. Yeah, you can yeah. do this and still do Christian music. You can do. And I think that for my kids, there's certain songs that have been put on a shelf that you're like, these songs never belonged on a shelf. Yes. Like they're the songs that stand the test of time. And I know that God is always doing a new thing, like always, but sometimes to move forward, it actually helps to look back and to see what God has done and to see the faithfulness through somebody else's life, somebody else's gift, somebody else's encounter mm. and to go, oh my goodness. And so that's really where the concept of the record came yeah. from. And a lot of people have asked like, did you come up with the list of people you wanted to sing with first? Did you come yeah, up with the Yeah, because they're all like some? duet kind of things. Like they're all collabs. But I had the songs I wanted to do. 
And I had the people instantly I wanted to do them with. Really? And Annie, every last person I asked said yes. Like uh, it, of it was a God they kiss. Did, Natalie no, it was a God kiss on my it was like I felt like the Lord said, I'm about like you have you have been faithful and you've done yeah. some things through the years that yeah. you know I'm going I'm about to blow your mind cuz if you would have ever told me that these people like Mary Mary they've never remade shackles other people have remade shackles this is Mary, the only Mary, time they've never, sang on it ever outside of their own Natalie <laughs> that is awesome so it was just these moments the only one that I did not actually pick because it was too big for my mind to be able to comprehend that it would ever happen was Dolly Parton. Uh, like, to that be was... sure. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you drove up to Dollywood and she was standing there. I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you did it. But you and her singing step by step, I was like, what is life? What is life that I'm one well, degree from Dolly Parton is, singing step by step? But that is for me, like that kind of was a what is life because... I don't know how many of your listeners know that, right? Right. That's listening right now. Know that song, but um, if you ever watched the Preacher's Wife, which yes. Whitney, I mean Whitney is the end all be all forever yeah. voice for me, right? Aunt Whitney and Cece, and so on uh, the Preacher's Wife, they had this song step by step, and I moved to Nashville in 1996. Um, I moved here, and I was like, I'm going to get a record deal. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Everybody's like, Bida. and I had to get a job and I worked at Medicare <laughs> doing accounts payable. And wow. I think that that even right now is a word for a generation that is actually like so fixated on the dream that they don't want the in-between, like just do the work. Even if it doesn't look like what you, what you want it to be yet, like do the work and God like do be faithful in something and yeah. then God will trust you with something else. So right. I'm going to this job. I despised driving down I-24 in Nashville from my hole in the wall apartment in Antioch. And I remember going to this job in Metro Center Boulevard and every day in my beat up Volkswagen Golf that could not go over 55 without shaking. Oh I had a cassette player and I would listen to Whitney Houston singing step by step. And she would get to the end of the song and she would always say, come on, baby, got to keep moving. Come on, baby, got to keep moving. And I was like, that's right. Just come on, baby, got to keep. I would like yeah. give myself the pep talk yeah. every day. And when I think back to that girl driving to that job going, come on, baby, just take it one step at a time. Yeah, don't try yeah. to take a leap. Don't try to, don't try to jump over yeah. some of the steps you have to take. If you would have told that girl that like however many years later, Dolly Parton would be singing that very song <laughs> with me on yeah. it. I like my 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 mind probably would have exploded at that time. But then even Dolly covering a Whitney song, like there's just so many after yes. Whitney did I Will Always Love You. Like there's so many beautiful things about that whole moment that's just too much. <laughs> so did y'all get to like I know that there are times where the best way to do a song like that is you're in a studio, you do your part. Five days later, you call me, I come and do my part right. five days later. And and then they put them together. So how often of all these collabs, how often are y'all in the same room or how often are you there yes. when they're recording? And how often did was it separate? 
Well, some part of it was really hard because my hero in life is Cece Winans. And I was on the It's Time tour when she recorded her vocal. So I FaceTimed in and was a part of it because I was like, I have to be part of this somehow. (laughs) So it was about about half and half where we were in the room together and half where we weren't. Um, You know, like Tasha Cobbs, Leonard, and I did Bridge Over Troubled Water. And that one, we actually went... Okay, this was written in 1969, released in 1970. How would they have recorded this, right? It was Simon and Garfunkel first, then it was Aretha. We're like, how would they have done it? They would have done it live in a studio, and they would have done a full take. And if they didn't like the way it turned out, they would have done another take. And so what you hear on that record is one full take in a studio live. Tasha and I and all the instruments are in one room we're look Tasha and I are looking at one another and we just did it live. Like oh, it would have been done in nineteen sixty nine. And it, oh, so I that was not wait oh, to like, listen again knowing y'all are like staring at each other's faces. Like literally staring at each other's faces, working off of one another, not knowing what we're about to do. And all of it was literally in the moment. And I mean Tasha is actually from another planet. Like yeah. she, she, she. I haven't gotten she any friends levels with her everybody yet. Will up. you help me make, be friends with her? Yes, because okay. honestly, you would love. That's what I've heard. That's what I've her. heard. I know. Oh my gosh, you need her on your podcast. I you know. Need her on I know. This. I know. That's why I'm asking actually, for your help. I'm publicly yes, requesting gonna, you to I actually make am us going be friends to connect you. I actually okay, I'm going to okay, connect great. you. I would love to. Um, but I have to tell you this story about Dolly because it's so mind blowing. And do you know this story? No. Annie, 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 Annie. I Annie. can't wait. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I was asked to do the opening night of the season opener of Dollywood. Okay. Yes. So I was already like, oh my gosh, I'm so honored. Like I get to open Dollywood this season. That's yeah. cool. A week before I'm going to open, uh, do the concert, my manager gets an email from Dolly's manager. Like, I just want you to think like Dolly Parton is freaking Dolly Parton. And this is what it says. <laughs> Um, Dolly is actually going to be at Dollywood for Natalie's concert. And if it wouldn't trouble Natalie too greatly, she was wondering if she could sing a song with her. And I'm like, your name is on the park, ma'am. It's Dolly Like Whatever Dolly would like to do, Dolly can do. So I'm literally like, oh my gosh, we're going to sing a song together. So I'm already peeing my pants. I'm like, I I, I don't even like, what do we sing? So I said, what would she like to sing? So she picked a hymn, this Just a Little Talk with Jesus. And I was like, well, I don't know that song. So can you ask her what version she'd like to do? And she literally said, tell Natalie it's the one in the red hymnal. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Dolly. She's exactly who I want her to be. That's exactly what I want her to be. She is. So we go to the red hymnal, learn the thing. We have this moment, like we hit it off. Like only Dolly makes everybody feel like they're her best friend. Yeah. Side note, I just want to say this because I think it's a life lesson for all of us. She walked into Dollywood because she wanted to do a sound check. She knew every employee's name. (gasps) She knew the guy backstage that was the stagehand. She asked about his son. Oh my gosh. She asked about this other person. How's your mama doing? Is her health? Like, you know, I know she's been having. She knew everything about everybody. She greeted everybody by name. I was like, Dolly, Dolly. If people want to know about longevity. Yep. Real deal. (laughs) Like, real deal. Okay. So I'm fast forwarding because I know this is a long story. No, I'm having a great time. 
Okay, did that. I thought, that's just a life moment. Check it off the bucket list. Like, that's the sum total of it all, right? Yeah. Well, I have no idea that because of that, my manager sent Step By, because we that's the one song I was like, who are we going to have do the song with me? Maybe we should get a group of girls. Maybe it should be like girl power. Like, let's have it be like, you know, so we're trying to think through that. Well, Mitchell, my manager, sends the song to Dolly's team, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. So he comes back to me like a week after Dolly would, and he goes, well, Dolly passed. And I said, passed on what? And he goes, oh, I had sent her step by step. And I said, well, I didn't even know to be disappointed because I right. didn't even know you asked. <laughs> right? it to like, yourself, Mitchell. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I, like, why are you telling me that now? Two weeks it. later, I get off stage. There is 17 missed phone calls from uh, 17, one seven. I thought someone had died. Oh, I'm certainly. like, something has happened. It is tragic. Get a hold of yes, yourself, Natalie. Yes. Call him up. And he goes, do you know Mitchell? Yes, yes, yes. I love him. <laughs> my, yes. my manager is a character. Yes. And he was like, look at your emails. Look at your emails. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I open my email and there is a letter from Dolly Parton. It is on Dolly letterhead. It says hot pink Dolly right across the top. Oh, yes. And she says, Natalie, I hope it's not too late for me to sing on Step by Step. Have you found somebody to do that with you yet? Because that song just keeps ringing and calling me back. I'm like, honestly, I love you. And she said, even if it's too late for me, honey, I just want you to know that that is a great song for you and a great song for the world. Love, Dolly. And I'm like, (laughs) did they scan the letter in? I I scanned the letter in, which I will now frame, and it will be in my entryway. I want you to know when you. The only way to talk to her is fax. Is what Reba said. Reba said she has her fax number. It's real. No, it's it's real. Like it. She's a letter, and she's like, okay, you have to scan this letter (laughs) and send it in. And I am like, she just asked. So she asked to be on the song after she had said no. So then, of course, I'm like, oh, it's Dolly. Like, there's yes. nothing else happening. Yes. And she gave her heart and soul to that song. Like, you would think at 70, she's 76, I think. At that age, after long, she's been doing it. She might do a couple of lines and put a few little things. She sang the tar out of that song. Yes. But she arranged the end. She said, I think we should do this at the end and have it. So she arranged, like... She was so invested. Anyway, that's my Dolly story. And I can retire now because I don't really know where to go from here. I sang with Dolly and Cece Winans. And I literally was like, you guys, this must be my swan song because I don't really know where to go from here. Yes. I mean, what would you? Yeah. Well, I hope there's many more albums coming from you. But the fact that they are on there, this may be your like swan song as far as having collaborators. Right. I know. And I already was like, I know, but I think I loved doing this record so much that I think yeah. I'm already thinking about seasons two. <laughs> hey, friends, just interrupted this conversation one more time to tell you about another amazing partner, Caraway. Okay, the holidays are approaching. And you know what that means? Lots of meals with family and friends. And I'm telling you, the beautiful Caraway pans can be a topic of conversation. Hosting this season just got easier with their squareware set. From roasting your first ever turkey to making pancakes for 10 at a brunch, Caraway has you covered. Caraway's internet-famous kitchenware is a staple for any home and comes in various modern shades to fit with any design aesthetic. 
energetic. If you've been thinking about replacing your cookware or you're moving into a new place and need to stock the kitchen, now is the time. Caraway Homes non-toxic kitchenware features a chemical-free ceramic coating, so food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce chemicals will get into your healthy ingredients. The ceramic's naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for slide-off-the-pan eggs and easy cleaning, and over 50,000 people have raved about their Caraway kitchen. Now it's time to try it for yourself. Visit carawayhome.com slash TSF to take advantage of this limited time offer for up to 20% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. It will not last forever. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSF. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. All right, we all know the way our hair or skin look can sway our mood and impact our day. If one of them feels off, it just feels like the day is starting off on the wrong foot. I've never found beauty products that really fit my personal hair goals, but ever since I switched to a custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits, healthier, shinier hair, and healthier skin, too. With pros, personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. For example, my custom shampoo and conditioner, which I love, they formulate to make my hair more manageable, shiny, hydrated. It's amazing, y'all. They truly deliver. Pros is better for the planet, too. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback, adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life, the city that I'm living in. It is amazing, you guys. Pros is so confident that they'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order. You guys, 5-0. off your first subscription order at pros.com slash that sounds fun. So you get your free consultation and then you get 50% off at pros.com slash that sounds fun. This is the season to try pros if you have not tried them before. Pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P R O S E dot com slash that sounds fun. Okay, now back to finish up our conversation with Natalie. That sounds fun. So, uh, Natalie, the thing that happens when people stay in their lane and stay in their career for a long time is at some point you turn around and start raising other people up, which is, I mean, yeah. Dolly, you raised her up. But also, I mean, a lot of these artists you're giving space for to an audience that may not know them. You know, right. so so and doing seasons two is a great idea. <laughs> well, and I would I I've already have my whole list of other songs. I'm like, oh, why didn't I do that one? Yeah. And why didn't I do that one? And why didn't I do that one? So I've got my list going. <laughs> are you I mean, so now you and Bernie are out, and then we'll do you have a Christmas tour coming? Yeah, so I've been doing this Christmas tour with Danny Goki for the last. So this year's our eighth year of <gasps> oh doing it together. He's wonderful. we love it. Yeah, yeah and uh, it just our Christmas tour just works. Like yeah. it, I often said, you're like a we we must be related because our voices were meant to s- sing together. Like mm-hmm. it just works. So I'm like, you're like a he's like a little brother. Yeah. <laughs> He's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, his episode on our podcast was like very uh, life changing for me. He talked about faith oh. to believe what you can't actually hold, and I was come mess me up. Come mess on, me Danny. Up. Yeah, come on. Okay, Danny. so everybody can go find all that if they go to NatalieGrant.com. They can find all the tickets to all the things. Yes, all the things you can find, all the information you need, and probably some you don't. <laughs> don't read the whole thing. You need all of it. You need all of it. Um, okay, Nat, what do we not talk about that you want to make sure we talk about? I think. We have it covered. You've really done it. 
you've really done a thing You're, today. No, Meanwhile, you my best. landlord comes through and turns on my heaters for me. So welcome to you New York, Natalie. That isn't, that isn't, welcome to New York. Honestly, <laughs> can we just say, because you know what a football fan I am? And the fact, this is sideline, that has nothing yeah, to do with go. anything, but you no, know, I'm a diehard it. football fan and yes. you know that I'm a Seahawks girl forever, yes. but I also love Russell Wilson and he has been so trashed unnecessarily. It's like, he just became the guy that everybody loved to hate I know. because he, and then he went to Denver, but then they, he just played the game of his freaking life and took out Patrick Mahomes yes. and beat the Chiefs. Beat the Chiefs and out of nowhere. You, did you see... That at the end of that Broncos game in Denver, as soon as the clock went to zero, they blasted Shake It Off by Taylor <laughs> Swift because of Travis Kelsey. Fantastic. Fantastic. I don't know who made the decision, yeah. but I love them so much more. Have you now. have you ever seen a thing like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and what it's like, like culturally what? doing? Well, it's and so I kind of want to go, you guys, I want it to be because it don't get so caught up in this moment. I hope it's something real. Yeah, me too. I do too. Like, I, I hope I it's mean, something real. I kind of want to be like, if anybody with half of a public life needs proof of why you want to keep your dating life private, watch this. Like, watch watch oh, Travis Kelsey it's kind and Taylor of like Swift. They're wanting it because you're like, it's, yeah, they're okay. They seem okay with it. Yeah, she's owning the new football girlfriend role. Yeah, she's doing it. Good on her. I wish them Go both on, well. Go on, T-Swift. Go wish on. Them both well. May the Lord provide for both of them and for all of us in such a manner. If there's an NFL player out there waiting on me, interested. You're like, hey, come interested. on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're still playing and they're in my age bracket, I'm impressed. <laughs> Now, I'm looking more at the coaching lineup than the player lineup at this point. Take so. it. Take it. Take it. Um, okay, now, you know, the last oh, question we Andy. always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, besides resting your voice for the rest of the day, what sounds fun to you today? Okay, what sounds so fun that I'm starting to plan is my kids aren't going to hear this, hopefully, but because we haven't surprised them yet, but I've just started planning our trip to Europe. <gasps> my kids have never been to France, and they've I'm never been so to Italy. Glad. And my daughters are juniors in high school and yes. they're graduating next year. And I'm just like, the time is now yes. for us to go as a family yes. and make these memories. The other thing that sounds really fun today is I'm going to turn on my fireplace for the first time. Yeah, great. Me too. And I guess. <laughs> if you could only just see around that corner, you would see that my Christmas tree just went up yesterday. Bless the Lord. <laughs> so as I have it to decorate it. The tree's Did you up. See, the um, I know you're are. also friends with Russell and Kaylee Dickerson. Did you see Kaylee said that oh. she went ahead and put her tree up and she said, this is the pregame. This is not the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's just the pregame. <laughs> exactly. It's preseason. Let it be. Let that's it be. exactly where I'm at. There's just yeah. a tree. It's not all the things aren't here yet. Yeah. I just want the lights. <laughs> I'm with you. I am absolutely with you on that. Okay, I'll tell you, my parents, we did not do a lot of vacations. It wasn't the, yes. the priority of our family. Yes. But because what my parents would do is every five years, we'd do a really yes. cool vacation. And we went to Europe when I was a senior, and it was so special. See, so it's I really what a special that. thing for you I to do like for the girls. I feel like we're going to make core memories. Is it forever. next summer? So, summer. Yeah, great. Well done. That's what that's what we did too. Is we did the summer uh, after my senior year or between my junior and senior, and it was great. Yes, it was so special. I'm so excited. I'm that's so awesome. I'm ready for it. We're ready I mean, for a family trip. 
Pizza, <laughs> just pizza. So much just pizza. Eat all the bread and cheese. Yes, just, just all of <laughs> the it. summer of bread and cheese is what we're yes, having next year. I am here for it. <laughs> Me too. I'm yes, so twenty four. I'm here for oh, it. I love it. Oh, oh Natalie, thanks Annie. for making time to do this. I love you. I love you. Thank you so, so much for giving your time to me. Oh, and of course. wave at wave at Central Park and the beautiful fall trees for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love New York. I it's love New best. York. It's the best. Oh, you guys, isn't she the best? I know she's just the best. Okay, if you have not streamed seasons yet, please go and do that. You are going to love it. You know, I've added one of those songs to our AFD Friday Faves playlist on Spotify. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. But every Friday, I'm adding new songs that our friends are releasing, and it is such a fun playlist. And y'all went nuts over what I added from Seasons. I get it. This album is so good. So make sure you're listening to it and go follow Natalie on social media. Tell her thanks so much for being on the show and grab a ticket to see her and Danny Goki this Christmas. Listen, a Natalie, if you have not been to a Natalie Grant show, please go. They are so good. If you have any questions from this episode, just drop them in the Q&A box on your Spotify app if you're a Spotify listener. Or, of course, you can send them to us on Instagram at That Sounds Fun Podcast, and we answer those there in the story. So if you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the streets of New York, wherever you need me, that is how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me, what am I going to do today? You know, the leaves are really actively changing. So I think a little walk in Central Park before it gets dark today is on my to-do list. That sounds fun to me. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you back here on Thursday with my dear friend, Faith Yuri Cho. We'll see y'all then. <laughs>